All right, welcome in everybody. Uh, we're going to be starting here in just a minute. Um, I'm going to post in the uh, the Bright Moment Discord so people know. Appreciate everyone joining, taking the time out of their lunch on a Friday. Or if you're in New York, you're probably drinking already. So thanks for dialing in. Welcome up. What's up, Pompeii? Let's get you up here. Cool. All right, welcome in everybody. Uh, we'll go ahead and get started recording this space. So um, if people join late and they want to catch up, we can make sure to get the recording live. Um, I wanted to, to host uh, somewhat of an informal discussion today about the, the Bright Moments governance and what the plan is, um, you know, for next week, but, uh, you know, as well as the roadmap over the next few months. Um, for, those of you, for those of you who don't know, Bright Moments has been working on an effort to expand the governance of the DAO to include all crypto citizens. And so this has been a project that's been underway since uh, a proposal was passed a few months ago by holders of uh, BRT, which was the original DAO governance token. And we've been thinking very carefully about how to make sure that the model works for an NFT denominated DAO that has uh, about 100 times as many people as was initially planned, right? So the original DAO had somewhere on the order of about 100 people in it. Most of them held ERC-20 tokens. And over the next two years, Bright Moments is going to be expanding our roadmap to visit 10 cities all over the world, IRL, and expand membership in the DAO to 10,000 people. So it's really important that we do that carefully. Uh, an organization that you know can operate in a decentralized way with 100 people is very different from doing it with 10,000. And so we're trying to be very intentional about securing community feedback um, we just published something today, which I hope all of you have a chance to go take a look at. Uh, if you haven't, you can head to gov.brightmoments.io to check out our governance forum. And what you'll find there is a collection of feedback from our community, as well as draft proposals. And the one that we're going to be talking about today is in the meta governance topic, and it's called the provisional governance structure. And so this is a copy of the document that's actually going to get voted on Monday, and it's got a few parts in it that I, I just want to discuss and walk through to make sure everyone's on the same page and understands why we're doing this. Um, we're going to be publishing a blog post as well on Monday, but you know it's, it's always helpful to kind of get feedback from the community and talk through it just to make sure that we are contacting everyone we can that's you know going to be a potential voter. So some background. Um, the, the purpose of this proposal is to actually ratify Bright Moments as a DAO and establish a provisional structure while we kind of figure out some of the off-chain legal stuff. A lot of DAOs are able to get up and running without setting up kind of off-chain legal entities and bank accounts. That's one of the beauties of DAOs. It's so much faster to get an organization of people up and running. And Bright Moments has been able to do that since we first started in March 2021. Right? We kind of hit the ground running, launched the gallery in Venice, expanded to New York, and we've done all of this very quickly. We've been able to kind of set up um, some temporary legal structures that allowed us to secure leases and get insurance and things. But, you know, much of it was kind of done in the traditional Web2 system. And what we want to do now is really create a structure that we think is going to benefit us in the long term and set a roadmap and a playbook for other NFT denominated DAOs that are trying to do something similar to Bright Moments. Um, it's very important that we do have a well-structured off-chain component because of the uniqueness of our organization, right? We host physical events, we rent galleries, we travel all over the world, and we have a staff of people who make sure that those events happen. And so, you know, there are some DAOs, NFT investment DAOs, or DAOs that are entirely Web3 uh, native that can kind of get away without having a, a bank account or these off-chain structures. Uh, that is not the case for Bright Moments. We do need to have an off-chain component in order to execute on a roadmap of minting 10,000 crypto citizens 
uh, by 20, by the end of 2023. And so this is the first step towards doing that. Um, the, the, the way that the vote is going to work is if you have a crypto citizen, there will be a portal you can go to. We're going to be launching that website uh, on Monday and you'll log in with your wallet and you'll be able to cast your vote and your vote will be uh, proportional to the number of citizens that you own, right? So if you have one citizen, you'll have one vote. If you have two citizens, you'll have two votes, so on and so forth. And there's going to be four or five, hopefully four to keep it simple, separate clauses that you'll be able to approve or reject individually. And those clauses are what we're calling the provisional governance structure. This is not something that's supposed to last us forever, but it is supposed to give us uh, a framework that we can begin kind of putting forth proposals as a community while making sure that we have uh, the authority as a core team to start to set up those legal structures on behalf of the DAO. So the first proposal, the clause in it is very straightforward. It is bright moments will be organized as a DAO. Super simple. I think we're all on the same page about that. What it means is that bright, uh, the DAO is the primary organizational and governance structure, and that is separate from any off-chain entities that may have been created. Um, most importantly, and this is something we're very intentional about, we don't want to create any secondary ownership structures that are outside of the DAO, right? If we need to set up a company in order to pay rent, that's fine. But owning a piece of that company should not give you more or less ownership in the DAO than someone that just holds the NFTs. We're, we're very much trying to make sure that if you are a crypto citizen holder, that represents your governance stake and your ownership in the DAO. And we don't want to create, you know, a company to sign the lease in Berlin. And because someone's name needed to be on that paperwork, they are now in an advantage position compared to somebody else that's just a regular DAO member. That is not what we want to do. And so the first clause in this proposal, Bright Once We Organize, is that I was very intentional about that. And that's why that is the first thing we're putting forward. That is a structure that we all can exist and live in. Um, as a note for this space, I'm going to kind of talk through the proposal. If anyone in the crowd has any questions, feel free to raise your hand. And we'll bring you up on stage. Um, but if I don't see any questions, I'm just going to keep on going through, and then we'll have time for Q&A at the end. The, uh, the second proposal is defining who the members of the DAO are. And this is individuals, entities, other parties that hold legitimately minted crypto citizens, right? So if you're a crypto citizen holder, you are a DAO member. Full stop. There's not a secondary class of DAO members. There's not people that have kind of more or less governance rights. If you have a crypto citizen, you are a member of the Bright Moments DAO. Your influence in the DAO is measured by how many citizens you have, right? So if you really believe in the future of the DAO, if you want to have a large piece of this organization, you really believe in the roadmap that we're building, you can own more citizens. And there's a bunch of ways to do that, right? Public sale, airdrops, community giveaways, things like that. The reason that we don't just say individuals is because, you know, what we've observed through our time at Bright Moments is there are often entities that get stood up to hold NFTs. And I think we're seeing this more and more, right? As, as a great example, there were sub DAOs that formed to buy golden tokens for one of our partner shows with Tyler Hobbs, right? So for incomplete control, sub DAOs spun up to buy golden tokens. And so we wanted to make it clear that, you know, if a sub DAO holds NFTs or if there is kind of a, an entity that wants to hold crypto citizens in their treasury, that entity is also, you know, a member of the DAO and has ownership. And so I think we, we're seeing more and more in Web3 that 
groups of people are able to coordinate much easier. And we didn't want to preclude these organizations from being involved in governance and things like that, right? So if you decide with your friends that you want to pool your money together and buy a golden token for Berlin and all come to Berlin and kind of share in that minting experience and you want to do it as a DAO, that's great. You know, the, the DAO that you represent will be a member of Bright Moments. And it's kind of this very interesting structure where, you know, you as a group will then be able to kind of collectively decide and governance decisions. So the important point to note here um, is there's a there's a piece in here about legitimately minted crypto citizen NFTs. And what we consider a, a crypto citizen that, that is legitimately minted is, is very simple. It is a crypto citizen that went through our IRL process, right? So uh, if you you know, came to Venice and minted, or if you came to New York and minted, or if in the case of the Galactican, you kind of, you minted online through our portal, you're legitimate. For 99% of people, it does, you know, if you have a crypto citizen, you're fine. The reason this is included is a little kind of tidbit of Bright Moments history. Early on, there was a heist and about 70 or so crypto Venetians uh, were kind of minted illegitimately, not through the Bright Moments DAO uh, due to kind of some issues with an early member. And we want to make sure those crypto citizens are excluded from voting. For most people, this doesn't matter. If you're on this call, your crypto citizen is legitimate. If there's any confusion, we published a link of the token IDs that are considered legitimate. And if you have any questions about that, feel free to reach out. Um, just a little bit of history we need to include in here to make sure that we don't have any bad actors who are trying to you know, intentionally grief our governance efforts. I think with this kind of model, um, we, we want to make sure all our bases are covered. Okay, so those first two clauses, very simple. Bright Moments is a DAO. Crypto citizens are the DAO members. If you hold a crypto citizen, you are a member of Bright Moments. If you're holding a crypto citizen on this call right now, welcome. You're part of the DAO. You have a say in governance. Your voice matters, and you're going to help us get to 10 cities before the end of 2023, and we're really excited about that. The third clause in the proposal is... Just making it super clear that this current structure is a placeholder until we can get something in, in place that we feel as though is going to scale with the organization. So the third clause reads, the DAO structure and governance is provisional and Bright Moments New York LLC, also known as the core team, is authorized to conduct activities on behalf of the DAO until a suitable legal structure is established. Right. So DAO structure and governance is provisional and Bright Moments New York LLC is authorized to conduct activities on behalf of the DAO until a suitable legal structure is established. So some background, Bright Moments was founded in March of 2021 as an on-chain organization. Between March and January, a group of founding members, right, who we're calling the core team, have been managing the operations of the DAO day-to-day, -day, right? There's a multi-sig wallet, there's daily operation support, we have the gallery that we run, we host the live minting events, we do customer support, and we've developed an off-chain legal entity so we can pay rent and, and have insurance and things like that. And while we're getting the legal structure stood up, we just want to make sure we can continue operations, right? If it's going to take us three months to get the right legal structure, we don't want everything to grind to a halt and to lose all the progress that we've been building towards. And we, we have to get ready for Berlin. We're going to be there in April. And so this takes something that has been implicit and just makes it explicit, right? The core team has been doing all this work to date. Nothing's changing. We're not getting any more or less control. It's just that we, if we're going to be doing this in a transparent way and kind of through the DAO ethos, we need to make it super clear who is going to be making decisions on behalf of the DAO until we are in a, a place to do that. And in case anyone is worried about like the Bright Moments team not giving control back over, this clause automatically expires by April 1st, 2022. 
And so if we don't have a legal structure that's been approved by a 50% majority and 1% quorum by March 31st, we have to come back to the drawing board and get the community to reapprove this again, right? So we kind of built in this automatic expiration date to make sure that we can't just like keep stalling on this and, and never kind of, you know, turn the keys over to the DAO. Um, and then the fourth clause is, you know, reducing liability. This is some pretty boilerplate stuff, but it basically says like, hey, if you're a member of the DAO and you bought one of this crypto citizen NFTs, you're not liable. You don't owe any other members anything. Um, you don't have any debt or obligation or something like that. Like if Bright Moments enters into a partnership with Adidas and, and you're part of Nike and, and we don't have any plans to do that, but I'm just using that as an example, you personally are not liable for the decisions the DAO makes, right? So this is just kind of some boilerplate stuff to make sure that as an individual who's maybe thinking about buying into this collection for themselves or as part of a broader entity, you're not exposing yourself unduly to any risk, right? Like all this stuff's happening in good faith. We kind of need to put this stuff in here. Um, if you want to take a read through it and you have any questions, I'm happy to do it. We've been working with some of our um, very smart advisors on this who have been basically writing the book on DAOs. And so this was something they recommended. And so we're going to put that in there as the fourth clause, which is until the governance structure is ratified, DAO members agree to the following to reduce liability. Kind of boring, but I think it's important to put that protection in place so everybody feels comfortable agreeing to this. So that was a lot. Um, all of this stuff is posted on gov.brightmoments.io. I encourage you to read it. The vote is going to go live on Monday. And so we do have a, a period for feedback that's open. I would love to hear if you have any, if you have any input. Um, we spent a lot of time thinking about this and, and working with our advisors. And, uh, you know, we've tried to balance kind of what we're calling like minimum viable corporation, right? So we basically want to have just the least amount of structure necessary in order to get up and running without making this thing too heavy. And so the goal here is to have Bright Moments become a fully NFT denominated DAO for the decisions that it makes sense to have decentralized to all 10,000 members. We want to do this for some decisions. I think it's going to actually make sense to have the local chapters decide on their own. Right. So if Venice wants to do things in Venice, that should be up for the crypto Venetians to decide. And so I'm really excited about where the structure allows us to go in the future. But in order to get there, we need to agree on a kind of a very basic set of postulates that we can all say, yep, this is a no brainer, we guarantee. And then we can get into the fun stuff, right? You know, appointing delegates, making sure that each local community has representatives that make sure voices are heard, fielding proposals, things like that. So that vote is going to go live at noon on Monday. And once as a crypto citizen, you vote on that, right? And there's going to be those four clauses, you can approve or reject each of them individually. Then you get to vote on City 5. And City 5 is really where I think crypto citizens as a community are going to be able to flex their governance for the first time, right? So the, the, the first vote is all those four clauses. Hey, here's the boilerplate stuff. We agree we're a DAO. City 5 is where we start to make decisions, right? As a group, can we actually pick a city to go to to mint the next thousand crypto citizens? This is really important, right? Are we going to go to London or Paris or Dublin or Amsterdam or Lisbon and it's going to be where the rest where our community lives forever. So what we decide as a community is going to be really important there. And so if you haven't had a chance yet, I recommend hopping over to the, the bright moments page and checking out some of the promo videos for the cities. So, you know, over the next few days, we're going to post all five of them and take a moment, research the cities. Hey, if you have a reason why you think Amsterdam would be a great city for us to go to, let us know, uh, tag us on Twitter, drop it in our discord, you know, try to talk to some of your other crypto citizen friends. Um, we want to hear it and, and we're really pumped about it. I'll actually, 
right now, just go ahead and pin some of those videos to the top in case you want to watch. They're really awesome, and our content team has been doing a great job of putting them together. I just pasted the the Lisbon one to the top, so you can pop in there. Um, Lisbon's amazing and has wonderful surf. Yeah, I just watched 100-foot wave. I'm ready to go. He's in. We got nothing down here in Breakwater in Venice compared to that. Um, one one thing to note about the city vote on Monday is it's going to be a ranked choice vote. And we thought carefully about the voting mechanism to use for this. And we landed on ranked choice, one, because we're nerds and we think ranked choice voting is cool. But two, because ranked choice voting allows you to express your true preference without having to worry about whether or not it's the popular choice. Right. So to give you an example, let's say that you're voting for president and you know that there's two candidates, Democrats and Republicans, but maybe you really like a third candidate. Right. Maybe you like someone like Andrew Yang, who's a crypto citizen. But, you know, for example, that, you know, Andrew doesn't have a huge chance of winning. You know, the other candidates are much more well funded. And so you don't want to waste your vote. And so you vote for the boring choice. You vote for the Democrat, you vote for the Republican, and you don't vote for the interesting independent candidate who might actually make a change. Well, with ranked choice voting, you don't have to do that. What you can do is you can put your true preference in first place and then rank the rest of the candidates in order of how good of a job you think they would do. And what that means is we actually start to see what people actually think instead of just voting for what they think the consensus opinion is, right? So if you are dead set on Dublin being city number five, you can put Dublin as your first choice. And if you think that Amsterdam would make an okay second choice and you're really excited about it, but you know, you're know you Irish and you want to make sure Dublin gets your full vote, that's okay. And guess what? If Dublin doesn't get enough votes to win, it doesn't mean your vote's wasted. It means that your vote for Amsterdam kind of becomes the next best choice. And so I'm really excited about ranked choice voting. Um, I don't know if there's other DAOs that are using it, but if there are, I, you know, I, I would love to hear from them. Um, this is going to be a really important tool for us as, as a DAO and as an organization to understand what is the right voting mechanism for different types of votes. Ranked choice voting works really well for our city selection because over the next five cities, we're going to have some great options to choose from, right? Do you want to mint in Mexico City or Tokyo or Seoul or Sydney or Rio or Panama City, like all these amazing places? And it's going to be really hard, right? And you shouldn't just have to pick one choice out of five. You should be able to list what you think the best options are in order of preference. And so it's going to be a ranked choice vote. Uh, we have a governance portal that's getting spun up that you can use to connect to your wallet. It looks super legit. Our designers and engineering team is amazing. I just took a look at the designs this morning and it kind of feels like I'm like part of the UN going to their website and like, you know, casting something really important. And so I'm excited for everyone to see it. Um, that's, that's the overview. Um, I, would love to hear feedback from our community. I've been blown away by the response that we've gotten so far on the community forum. You know, we launched it two weeks ago and we already have more posts per week in some of the categories than DAOs that are, you know, 10 times our size do, which just, I think really is a testament to how active the crypto citizen community is and how engaged we are in our local governance. Um, being small has its advantages, right? It's one of the reasons why it feels more impactful to get involved at the local level, right? Join your school board instead of running for senator, like you can actually make changes. And, and Bright Moments is at a stage of our organization where individuals can still have a big influence on the trajectory of the organization. So if you're a crypto citizen and, and you didn't know about any of this or you're you know, curious about DAOs, we are a great place to kind of get started with governance at the ground floor. And uh, we're really looking forward to seeing what the community comes up with over the next few years. Um, that's my spiel. I'm happy to answer any questions. If not, 
you know, I'm happy to kind of talk through some of the other governance thoughts that we've been discussing, but I wanted to lay it out there, be super transparent and give everyone a forum uh, in case they want to ask any questions or raise any points. So I'll pause there. Um, I know we have Antonio and I think Avi's on the line. I'll invite Irina, one of our wonderful community managers up. And I think I see Pompey in the crowd. I'll invite him up as well. Um, and then anyone else who wants to join, feel free to raise your hand. I would just say, I, I just pinned to the top of the spaces. Uh, if you are passionate about a specific city or you have any alpha to share about that city and how the emerging crypto scene is in that area, please hit the link that I have posted on top and we'd love to get your feedback. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked about that. Um, we've got a couple community submissions already through that that have been really cool. I, I've had some friends send me ones in private that are hilarious. Um, and uh, people are stoked about this. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've got, you know, people that ping me on Discord privately who just express like, you know, they, they've got their Berlin ticket and they haven't really had a chance to travel since the end of the pandemic. And this is just such an obvious opportunity to do so. And while you're there, meet up with a group of people who you're already friends with. So it's this really cool mix of like familiar in an unfamiliar environment and getting to do something that's unique and crazy and weird. Uh, I'm, I'm super pumped for Berlin. We've got a, a team that actually flew over there yesterday. And so they're on the ground today, you know, at the space, scoping it out, walking it. Okay, how many steps is it from one wall to the other? Where should people be minting? Where should the stage be? How big of the speakers do we need? You know, um, where is the ball pit going to be? Just kidding. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it's going to be great. Maybe not. <laughs> you, you think ball pit or what? I'm thinking, yeah, some sort of... With loud like, squeak over harness. there, it's possible. Yeah, that's so true. I'm thinking a harness that you strap into and you swing from the ceiling. And as you're, as you're dropping like a bungee, your NFT mints, and then you see it, and then you come back. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. I know that sounds ridiculous, guys. All is possible. But it's not a, <laughs> yeah, anything's possible. I, w I would love to know the square footage of Craftwork. I just, I don't know. I, it, it seems insane. We had a pamphlet that we were passing around at the the, the Venice meetup yesterday. Um, we've we're, we're legit now. We've got printouts, Avi. That's how things are going over here in Venice. I know in New York, you guys are doing your your meetups or whatever, but we've been here hard at work at the garage in Venice to make sure this thing is a reality. We got meetups, we got Lumo, we got... <laughs> um, awesome. I, you know, I know this is everyone's lunchtime on the West Coast, so if there aren't any questions, I'm happy to, to end the space early. We can also stay on if we want to keep talking about governance. This is a topic that I've been thinking a ton about. Um, I posted a thread this morning just kind of sharing some of my thoughts. I think governance is one of those words that, depending on who says it can mean a bunch of different things. And at the end of the day, it's a really interesting concept. And, and the blockchain ecosystem gives us a set of tools that we didn't have before. And I'm really excited to explore the possibilities, but it's still going to take a group of dedicated people with a vision doing the hard work of making something like this a reality. And governance gives us an amazing way to gather feedback from our community who is just as invested in the outcome as we are, right? Unlike Web2, where if you're an early user to, to Twitter, the best thing you might get is some social clout and extra followers. If you're an early adopter of a community, 
uh, you actually share in the financial upside, just like the core team does. And so it really aligns the economic incentives. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so excited about the future of governance, um, especially in this format with, with NFTs. What's up, Matthew? Hey, what's going on? Um, appreciate you guys uh, hopping on and giving all of the download on the governance stuff and following along on Discord as well. I just wanted to ask a question, like, as you guys look ahead, obviously for those of us who are already crypto citizens and for people who are going to be coming on in the next couple of cities, the idea of the DAO membership meaning, great, looking at like where future mints will be held, um, what, I, I guess as I think about it, like I didn't, when I first minted, think of becoming a crypto citizen. Oh, I'm not going to become part of this DAO in this community. It was just a cool thing I found about out about through Artblock. So I guess as you guys are looking ahead past the, you know, going into 2022, 23, what does, what does the DAO look like in terms of like, what does being a crypto citizen actually mean besides an opportunity to mint something IRL? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, part of this is, I think, the ability to have a say in how the resources of the community are used. And you're right. When this started, a lot of people got crypto Venetians and, you know, Bright Moments itself was always an on-chain DAO. But I think kind of the crypto Venetians project was not always the driving force behind Bright Moments. Originally, Bright Moments was just an NFT art gallery. It was organized as a DAO with this ERC-20 token. And as the crypto Venetian community and then the crypto New York community really started to gain traction, it became very clear to us that it, it, it didn't feel right to have this thriving community that wasn't also participating in the, the actual building of the organization. And so as we look forward, I think over the next two years, we have a very clear roadmap, which is we need to get to 10 cities and we need to mint 10,000 crypto citizens before the end of 2023, right? Like that is our North Star. Anything that helps us achieve that goal, we're going to be working towards. And we're looking towards the community for feedback on how to do that the best way possible, right? Whether that's how do we get golden tokens, the 334 that are reserved for the local community into the hands of the best people possible. That's an excellent, you know, uh, type of activity for, I think, the crypto citizen community to provide input on. Um so, so there's kind of two, like I see this as there's there's two phases. There's finish the mint and then there's post mint. And right now we're very much focused on the finish the mint, which is in itself going to be a big task. Um, it's it's going to take a bunch of resources. It's going to take, you know, the funding required to keep galleries in all of these cities and, and keep these communities going. And then post mint, I think, you know, the big question is like, well, this group of 10,000 people who have learned to work together over the past few years accomplishing this this crazy ambitious goal what else can we put our minds to? And so I'm I'm hesitant to kind of push us too far in the direction of postment because to me, it's kind of like the singularity. Like we don't know what comes after it. Um, my, you know, this is kind of my personal opinion. Bright Moments is a community whose function is to create other communities. That is what we do best. We show up to a place, we set down our flag and we say, we're here. There is going to be an amazing local community who have our shared values in this area. And we've been able to do that in New York. We've been able to do that in Venice. And we're going to do it in Berlin in the spring. And so the idea of what happens after 2023, well, if Bright Moments has really, if Bright Moments and the crypto citizens as members of the DAO have really perfected this process of creating other communities, there's no reason that needs to stop, right? And, and maybe it means creating other crypto citizen communities, but maybe we decide, hey, you know what? 
this 10,000 is the right number. We don't want to grow anymore because we're really nimble and this is a great size. There's no reason why we can't create other communities around, you know, the types of IRL art that has been so powerful. So we, we've done shows in Venice. We've done shows in New York. I would love to figure out ways to drive value back to those local communities. And I think a lot of that means pushing the decision-making down out of the kind of like DAO protocol level, right? Like where it's like the multi-sig decides everything into individual communities. And whether that's electing representatives, right? Maybe Venice has three delegates that speak for it and those people control some community treasury. Um, that's the type of thing I'm really excited about to try to create kind of local chapters of bright moments that can, you know, operate independently and, and kind of follow through on the mission that we started, which is build this amazing community in this area. I, I hope that's helpful. Yeah, super helpful. I think the way you describe it as spinning like bright moments creates communities across these different sort of countries and cultures, I think is really interesting and helpful in terms of framing it. So thank you. Yeah, I of think to, to touch on Phil's point, like we had a meetup in New York last night, we had 100 plus people attend and a majority of them weren't even necessarily crypto New Yorkers. So we have been able to build out this space and people invite crypto New Yorkers invite their friends and they'll get really curious about what these IRL minting is like are. And then we have this huge community now of just people who are crypto curious or want to know a little bit about NFTs. And that's kind of the part of the DAO is how do we, when we pick a city, it's not just picking a city and doing a thousand mints. It's picking a city with intention and leaving that city to run and grow by itself. Yeah, we've, we've seen it in Venice. You know, one of the things I'm most excited about is how can we empower, you know, in Venice, just to, to give a success story, right? One of our, one of our local members, uh, Chris, who I see in the chat here, had a, a piece of his on display at the LA art show yesterday. Like how fucking cool is that, right? Like one of our crypto citizens is out there, I think, bringing his work into the world and how can we best support someone like Chris as a group of crypto citizens. And right now it's like, we're this big organization that's like really focused on activating new communities and new geographies. But once we have this governance structure in place, we can start to redirect some of our focus and say, okay, we have this community in Venice. How can we make it you know, thrive and get bigger in the local area? Yeah, that's really cool. I was at the LA Art Show yesterday, so I probably saw that piece. So pretty sweet. I'll bring I'll bring Chris up. He had a, a rad crypto Venetian hoodie on. Um, I just I, pinned it to the top. Hell yeah! And where I just um, I'm I'm in our um, we have a a temporary working space in Venice stood up where we're staging Berlin, and I'm. Um, I'm, I'm watching us try to set the area out, but we're talking about like, you know, when will we have a good idea about when city five is chosen and the vote goes live Monday at noon, but we really won't know until uh, Friday at noon. And, you know, maybe most of the votes are going to come in before then. I think we've all been a part of elections where you kind of watch and like the probabilities change, but you know, noon at Friday, put a block on your calendar right now. We're going to do a live stream. We're going to be popping champagne. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to be gearing up for where city five is. I have my personal pick. I'm not going to bias the room, but like I, you know, it, it's important because the core team has to go live there. And then everybody that gets a golden token for that city has to fly there. So we want to make sure it's someplace that you, uh, you want to visit and it's on your bucket list. What's up, Chris? Welcome up. 
Hey, what's up, Phil? What's up, Bright Moments? What's up, Crypto Citizens? How are you guys doing? Yeah. There? Yeah. Good, man. Congrats, man. Well, um, you always hit me in the weirdest places for me to talk, so I hope I don't sound too bad. Um, All good. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's exciting. I do have a piece at the LA Art Show right now till Sunday. Uh, it's a dope collab piece with an Argentinian street artist. Um, so yeah, I actually brought my son yesterday uh, to just kind of check out the uh, the installation. We actually just uh, fresh off the press printed up a couple of crypto citizen hoodies. I got my hoodie with CV three two three on it. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I got my son's uh, crypto New Yorker on his. So if you, uh, yeah, go up, go over to my page, check out the post, uh, me and him standing in front of our piece. And uh, yeah, man, we just, uh, we wanted to rep crypto citizens as we were at the LA art show. And yeah, man, it's all about the community. So uh, yeah, thanks for being so supportive, Phil. It's, uh, it's great to see. I also wanted to mention that Joshua Thomas Gray, who's down there in the uh, audience, who is also a crypto citizen. Him and I have another project, a collab project uh, on film that's going to be minted uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, too. So uh, we're excited about that. Um, I love it, man. Always yeah. working. Yeah, man. It's been, uh, to be honest, it's been really great to just kind of like bond with other crypto citizens in Venice and like literally get to a place where we're collaborating and helping each other out with art and crypto and NFTs and, you know, giving each other alpha in the discord so yeah man we just want to continue to spread that community around man so thanks thanks for everybody being there uh Avi, you got some alpha you sharing it i was saying the, apparently the alpha for today was to sweep the crypto citizen floor uh <laughs> yeah. looking for a berliner i'd uh i'd hop on that train real quick that was a nice that was a nice surprise to wake up to two rips what's up welcome up yo what's up phil what's up guys um if you know i don't sound that great let me know i'm in an area with the services and that great you're good um what up chris i'm stoked that you're in the alley art show it's funny because we we're, we're we basically worked on that booth um so when i say we it's friend's house not trying to show but like we put that together and there's actually a few crypto uh venetian uh holders that are part of that project which is manny links and some of the other guys um that are crypto venetians but um Something I wanted to say, you know, it, it's it's dope to to really red pill people onto to bright moments in the crypto citizens project. Um, I know yesterday, Phil, you talked with one of our guys, Wally, um, about one of the artists that we work with, and we work with several legends, you know, like uh, Persuay, which is like a graffiti legend, and like some other guys um, that were trying to red pill over to bright moments. And it's funny because, like, really, the way we red pill them was we went out to New York um, to to mint our crypto New Yorkers and they got to experience the whole process. And they're, you know, Persuade was like, yo, this is fucking cool. Like I want in, you know? So I, I really, you know, what you were saying feels like bringing our friends and, and the people that we're working and trying to build community with in the web three space is really the way to go because, you know, it's one thing about talking to, to talk about NFTs and like, you know, trying to red pill people and onboarding our friends and, and some of the people we work with. But, I think when you really get to experience, um, and I know we talked about this the, the other night, in, in real life, it's just it's just a different experience, man. And um, I'm just very, very grateful and blessed to be part of this community um, early on and, and continue to, you know, spread the word. And to me, like, you know, like I told you guys the other night, Bright Moments and Crypto uh, Citizens is, are, is my baby. You know what I mean? And I'm just, I'm stoked to be here and, and I will continue to do my best 
to onboard the artists that we work with um, at Friends House to come over. And, and Bright Moments Forever will be one of those projects that we will always put forward and, and talk about because it, it, it's the one project that I'm really, really excited about in the future for it, you know? That's, uh, that's awesome, man. I, you know, I, I, it's always, it's always awesome to hear from you. I appreciate that. And I think you, you nailed it with the IRL component. Like that IRL mint is, it's like an initiation, right? You know, the one thing that every crypto citizen has in common, regardless of where they're from or kind of their local community is everybody went through that IRL mint experience and it kind of forges a set of shared values that make sure that as we grow as an organization, we all have that common ground to work off of, right? We're all in the space together. We all kind of understand the value of this physical gathering. And, you know, I think it's important to, to realize if we do this thing right, we're going to have 10,000 people from all over the world, from all different countries, and people from those countries may not have a whole lot in common. But Bright Moments is going to be the thing that they have in common, right? Whether you're from Tokyo or Seoul or Mexico City or Berlin or Amsterdam or Paris or Dublin or wherever it is, Bright Moments will be kind of the common thread across that. And so I really hope it allows, you know, kind of this group of 10,000 people to work together in this crazy times that we live in. Um, it doesn't mean we agree on everything. That's okay. Brothers and sisters fight. That's that's what happens. But I think on the big decisions and, and where it matters for Bright Moments future, um, making sure that we all start our journey the same way, right, in front of one of these screens during that gender reveal experience uh, is going to be the thing that makes us win in the end. And so I'm super, super bullish on it. It's why we're trying to get the governance structure so right. It's why we're spending a lot of time, I think, kind of ignoring some of the common advice from some of like the Twitter thought leaders who tell you like, oh, just do everything on chain. Don't worry about kind of the other stuff. Like Bright Moments has our own path to chart. We, we're going to do it our way. We know that the physical experience is an important part and we're going to do everything to make sure that that experience remains hey, uncompromised. Um, did, hey, you, did you say that everyone has had the same experience doing a gender reveal? <laughs> That's exactly what I said. That's uh, we're actually pivoting. Um, and so we're going to we're going to be um, uh, bright moments, gender. No, we're going to mint, we're gonna mint new children's gender reveal parties. It's on the website it's already. I actually now. just updated it. Yeah, if you want to check it out. You scrap the old website. That's a good looking Galactican. Is that a, hex yeah. that a hexagon? Look at that thing. I'm a verified Galactican through and through. I can't bring myself to connect my hardware wallet to Twitter. I just don't know, man. I'm pretty. So here's pretty the deal. Out. Apparently, I mean, I had to, a Tropo Farmer was the first. He's a, a ape guy. He um, he showed how to do it with a ledger, and I have a mm. treasure. And I was like, you know, shit out of luck. So I, I just embarrassed to announce I, I transferred one of my NFTs to my hot wallet to be able to. Um, oh yeah. man. So I have, it's like I have one of my NFTs like in the demilitarized zone, you know, like they're outside <laughs> of the main compound and they're out there. It's a danger. It's like they're on the Venice boardwalk. That's what it, right. that's what it takes to get verified. Talking about governance, how about our uh, governance proposal to find my wallet last night? That was quite the uh, the OPSEC mission that we did. I think we did a community vote and we and, and we there was um, there was proof of, of photographs involved. Do you <laughs> yeah. want to talk about that? Maybe give people the full yeah, context. Sure. You know, what? I, I will, because I think this is slightly on topic. Um, and at this point, I'm out of things. So we're just going to keep going. Um, last night uh, after working, it's about 5 p.m. We don't miss a sunset here in Venice. We're very good about that. I know, you know, you guys in New York, you have your 100 person meetups and you have your infinite DoorDash delivery options and the best pizza, whatever. In Venice, we have the sunset over the ocean. 
that's what we got. That's what we're working with. So at 5 p.m., we make our daily pilgrimage. Seth has his camera that started the whole thing. We're taking pictures. Uh, our spiritual leader, Greg Sipes, joins us. Um, and, you know, I should have thought that when he came out in a robe, you know, it, I should have asked why, why is he wearing a robe? But it just it was completely on brand. So I didn't bother. And about 10 minutes before the sun's about to go below the horizon, Greg stands up, drops the robe. He's wearing a bathing suit. Well, he's wearing underwear, but that's beside the point. And just runs straight into the ocean. Like, doesn't say a word to anybody. Just runs directly into the ocean, into the sunset. It looked like something out of a Western movie. And it just looked like so much fun. Uh, I had to join him. So I took all my clothes off, jumped in the ocean. And about an hour later, as uh, we were back at the um, gallery, now, you know, kind of drying off, I realized it didn't have my wallet on me. And so I kind of went back and I looked and me and Greg spent about 30 minutes looking. It's after dark now. And, uh, you know, credit to Seth and Christy and, and Dole. Like they helped me come out from 8 to 9 p.m. and combed Venice Beach after dark, helping me try to find my wallet. Like that is something that not many people would do. So thank you guys for doing that. Um, the story does have a happy ending. I went this morning. I found the wallet. It's all good. But uh, yeah, I think tying it back. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back. How did you find the wallet this morning? Uh, we, we had this electric bicycle out there, so I followed the bike path. I felt like, you know, in Aragorn in, tw in the Two Towers, when, uh, when uh, Merry and Pippin are on the backs of the orcs and Merry bites off. the. Okay, so this is a tangent. Anyway, I followed the bike path and I found the wallet directly on top of it. Um, I felt very accomplished. My Boy Scout skills finally came in handy. So that's it. That's my that's my story. I don't know what the moral of the story is, but thanks for sharing it. Yeah, no problem. I, listen, I told you, you give me airtime. I'm just going to go. Um, I, I think the moral. I think the moral of the story is uh, it's uh, you guys are good people, so I appreciate you helping me. I just wanted to jump in real quick uh, to go off of what Two Rips was talking about because uh, I did want to mention, yeah, yesterday at the LA Art Show, me and my son were rocking our uh, crypto citizen hoodies. And I'd say no less than eight people like uh, came up to me and instantly recognized it and just like yelled yes. crypto and at me, you know? Yes. And it was, uh, yeah, like, I mean, you know, like people love to look at the floor of projects and crypto's down and everyone's sad and, you know, like, oh, why aren't you? But like to just see that, uh, you know, this branding, that this uh, NFT is instantly recognizable with so many people in the crypto community, NFT community. Um, yeah, we're here we're there you know what i mean and uh, a lot of people talk to me about like people that didn't have one and they're like oh i really wanted one you know and yeah i think uh i think we're there and just uh keep repping what we do we got a beautiful community let's be proud of it so yeah i just want to jump in and say that too thank you oh yeah chris this is the greatest story ever told man um we're we're, ha we're living it every day we're making it happen um, and, and, you know, you mentioned something, which is like a lot of people know about crypto Venetians that maybe weren't there this summer and didn't get a chance to mint one for free. You know, an important thing, uh, important thing to point out is there are 80 Venetians that we've recovered that are earmarked for distribution to the local Venice community. And I think, you know, as one of the first acts of governance, that is a great thing to decide on the distribution of those 80 Venetians. And maybe, you know, I don't know if it's the whole DAO's job to decide. Maybe it's the crypto Venetian community. And and maybe this is the first exercise in how do we set up a, a sub DAO that's able to vote on these things and have influence. Um, the possibilities are endless. I think, you know, it, our, our own ingenuity is going to be the only, only limiting factor here. And I'm really excited to see what we come up with, uh, especially with the group that we've that we've built here. 
uh, especially in Venice where everyone's super tight. It's all love. Um, it's very much, you know, kind of the, the, the local culture. So I'm pumped. It's, it's one of the things that I'm most curious to see what happens with that because it is not trivial to get a group of a thousand people to agree on anything, let alone how to distribute over, you know, a few million dollars in assets. All right. Um, we we're coming up in 45 minutes here. Uh, I, I'm happy to talk about the governance proposal on Discord or Twitter, or if you guys want to DM me any questions you have, I'm here to answer them. I want to make sure when the vote goes live on Monday, there's no surprises. So just to recap, there's going to be two votes on Monday. The first one is to establish the kind of temporary provisional governance structure for the DAO so we can start to make votes at the same time that we're setting up a legal entity that allows us to scale. That's the first vote. The second vote is going to be a ranked choice vote to decide on city number five. That means that you get to look at all five options and rank them in order of preference with your number one pick in first place or number two pick in second place and so on and so forth. We'll know the results of both of those votes on Friday at noon, Friday the 28th, I believe, and we'll do a live stream to announce it. Uh, And then a week after the uh, city five is announced, we're going to do a pre-sale for golden tickets to that city just to lock in like, Hey, if you realize that like London is the city that got chosen and you're so stoked and you want to just guarantee you have a golden token to mint in that city, there's going to be a pre-sale available for people to do that. And so we'll announce some more details, but kind of earmark your calendar for February 4th for that pre-sale. Uh, that's going to be a week after we announce the results of City 5. So that's what's coming up. That's what we mean when we say governance. Um, as always, we're going to take input from the community at every step along the way. And I'm, uh, I'm so excited to see what we come up with. Word. Keep an eye on the Bright Moments Twitter over the next two days. We're going to be posting two more promos. I believe we have Dublin and London are the only two cities that we haven't shown yet. So we got something extra special coming for those. We're going to post a tweet Saturday and Sunday before the vote. If you haven't watched those, make sure to do it. I just watched the Lisbon one. I'm super stoked. I'm getting my surfboard ready to go. Can we get, can we get Louie to do that Dublin one? I feel like it's just... It just has oh, he's, to happen. He's recording videos. He's he's routing yeah, he's getting his his crew ready to go. They're gonna, you know, put on leather jackets and record a whole thing. It's gonna be great. <laughs> are we uh, are we pioneering um web three um on chain governance propaganda? <laughs> yeah, that's that that is gonna be our headline. So it's, it's gender three, reveals UGC. and propaganda. Yeah. yeah. Well just that's like the, you... the Brexit, you know, for and against, you know, all of these things. This could be a very contentious couple weeks in terms of what city we go like i thought it was i thought it was going to be obvious but it's not so obvious no i don't know where we're going to be spending our summer yeah louis just texted me and said i hear you you better vote for dublin wow okay yeah no he's he's on it so it looks like we're i think you got to hold your cards on this one i'm, I'm not i'm I, I i love all of europe what yeah. about you do you have any preferences are you gonna you gonna tip your hand i'm not gonna i'm not gonna reveal my hand yet i want to i want to assess all my options before i make a decision i'm, you know, I, I'm an informed I, voter. I did see a receipt for like duolingo french in your uh in your app phil likes um, the croissants you know I'm, I, <laughs> I i like the croissants i'm gonna revoke your permissions from my account because you're looking at my receipts that's okay uh, i won't say what i saw in your receipts but i think we're i think we're at the end of time here so uh thank you everyone for joining i appreciate you all and uh we'll see you in city five I'll talk wherever, to you later. wherever that may be.